0: Hi, this is Radha from Galactic Goddess Podcast and I'm so excited about this episode today all about love and ascension, how the two go together and how to navigate through these times of change. We are all shifting and moving towards our highest self and that means going through a lot of internal and external changes ourselves. So I'm bringing on a really incredible guest, Susan Hassan. She's a quantum sphere healer, and she is a wise woman. So welcome to the show, and I hope you enjoy. Hello. Hello, Rada. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited about our conversation today about ascension and relationships. Such a juicy topic. <laughs>
1: Oh, it is, and whether you're in one or you just got out of one, there's there's just so much to talk about, and and so much to with this topic.
0: I I so agree. Um, you know, I've been noticing a lot of people breaking up lately. Have you
1: in your yeah. field? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of clients have come to me um will they come out of really long-term relationships and so there's just like a lot of shock around that like you know everything was going fine and and then um it often comes down to maybe a soul contract has ended with a person and um some sort of breakup has happened to redirect somebody in their life and so um it's it's you know there's a lot of, of soul work behind that whether a breakup happens for somebody to grow, um, to, mm-hmm. to start to start again, um, have have you seen that sort of situation play out? You know, with your own clients.
0: I have. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of um, two. Well, three things. One, there are people that have been long term relationships, really long, and all of a sudden, boom, it's time to let go.
1: Mm-hmm. The third
0: one is people are um, a certain group of people are being asked to walk their own path right now. And then the third one is where people are just coming together like little fireflies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're lit. <laughs> They're lit. I, I've seen that. I've seen all those three too. And especially it's funny with um, the people coming together suddenly. It's exciting and it's beautiful. And it's it's just so exciting to see people, um, you know, meeting that that person that they've been waiting for to grow with. You know, someone maybe – more in alignment um, than a previous relationship. And, and that's what it's about, um, mm-hmm. finding somebody you can grow with. And I think that's the whole thing with Ascension is it's a major shift in all aspects of mm-hmm. your life,
0: your mm-hmm. personal
1: self-love, right? And then um, with relationships, it's asking you, um, are you here to step up and grow with somebody, you know, and not just mm-hmm. stay, stay comfortable or, or stay small. And, and so there could be so many things that you know trigger a breakup of something more mm-hmm. long term um or a coming together so mm-hmm. very interesting stuff
0: very beautiful i i love love
1: yes <laughs> my name, my name is rada after the
0: goddess of longing and oh. love she's like the most devoted to her, her her divine but a lot of the time she was um longing for him and you know I I think devotion is such an interesting thing. I was taking a bath this morning because I just stopped taking showers and I only take baths I love it. Because it's so much better and so much more enjoyable. Um, And this morning I was thinking about devotion and what that really means in this this particular time period because I feel like um, we've come to a place where we're being called to cultivate more devotion within (laughs) ourselves. and at the same time it's almost like a dichotomy we're in the we're in the Tinder world right where where you just swipe <laughs> swipe, yeah. swipe 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 everyone away you know <laughs> and um and it's just such a contrast to to the people you know who are who are in the devotion like even if you don't have your divine love with you you can be in devotion to to yourself to the and, and also to your beloved and you, you don't have to put a face to that beloved it's a feeling and it's a devotion that you see wherever you go. Like when you go outside and the sun is shining and there's a beautiful flower and you feel a love to your, to your beloved. Yeah. Um, there's something so beautiful and even erotic about devotion. Don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I, I just, when you say devotion, the energy behind that, that feels so good. And it, it's broad enough too, though, cause that, that, I guess that passion and energy behind it can be used and channeled in in so many other areas. So devotion to yourself, right? How well are you taking care of yourself when Mm you're in a relationship, right? So that you don't lose, lose yourself in a relationship. And then when you're out of one as well, and you're like, okay, I'm going to make sure I'm extra compassion devoted to myself. And um, also with um, with relationships too uh, we're i know we're focusing mostly on on romantic relationships but even just relationship with your friends and your family and your pets mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. how much more loving um, oh. and devoted you could be to everything around you that's that's also so special and, and you know with your children as well um, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I love talking about love too and so can, <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's such a great thing that we can apply to so many things. And I think whether it's uh, romantic relationships or or not, um, devotion asks us to be, you know, the most caring and and loving version of ourselves Mm -hmm. in in Mm -hmm. any area. And so um, a lot of us who are, you know, really preparing ourselves for ascension, devotion Mm -hmm. is key because ascension Mm -hmm. isn't a one foot out the door one foot in process, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all of you. So if we can cultivate devotion, starting um, with ourselves and in little little ways, I think that it'll actually lead to uh, more relationships. You know, mm-hmm. deeper relationships, because mm-hmm. um, you know how to go there, right? <laughs> it requires yes, yeah. yeah,
0: yes. It's it's so beautiful, and I feel like I'm looking outside the window right now of my office, and I'm so in love with my view and I mm-hmm. can see that when you stop and think about devotion and you're outside or in nature or you can start to feel this well of love and like I do that with my dogs all the time I'm so devoted <laughs> <laughs> yes they get massages they get mm. cooked meals I mean I tell them every day like how incredible they are how much I appreciate their their presence in my life and Um, you know, devotion can come in so many ways. And I think it's really being present to the presence of love that's in your life. All ways. It's never not there.
1: Oh, that's so powerful. It's always there and we can forget, we can get caught up in other things. And I noticed something is when I start to pay attention to love, like within myself, say I'm doing a self-love practice. I teach where (laughs) I am looking in a mirror. And I'm saying I love you to myself. And I don't expect what's going to come after, right? I'm just doing it. And mm-hmm. then I notice that it instantly puts me in the present and keeps me grounded. And just mm-hmm. that, that presence, that feeling um, is, is another reminder <laughs> of, the, of mm-hmm. the power of love. And I think that when we talk about ascension, it really is an awakening into higher love. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's, what's mm-hmm. so exciting about it too.
0: It's, it's so true. I and love, gosh, I love is my favorite, favorite, <laughs> favorite subject because yes. it's so expansive too, you know? And, um, and so many times like there's this longing, you know, a longing and how can you apply that longing to work for you? Like, with with longing you're cultivating something, but then applying it to something can help you grow. Mm-hmm. And I think we're we're all being asked to grow this beautiful garden inside of ourself and to weed out that which we which we are not in alignment with, which are yes. not our true beliefs or our true values. And we are really coming back to to values, right? Because, you know, in the ascension process we our values might shift a lot, you know. Um And, and knowing that, that we want different things as we're growing, that we we're going to need different things as we're growing and, and first starting with ourselves because it's easy to try to throw the, the, the hook and the line out and try to catch a fish, but you haven't really figured out yet what you really want. And, and, you know, um, I see a lot of people doing that, that I, that I know that are just like, they're, they're going on one date after the next date, after the next date, And none of them are fruitful um because because they're not spending time cultivating and i'm not yeah. saying that's right or wrong everything's a beautiful experience and sometimes we learn from contrast but but for me um i would rather really build my garden and have it beautiful and have my divine walk in you know
1: absolutely it's so important because when we when we throw ourselves into a relationship different things you know loneliness is out there (laughs) it's real Mm -hmm. and it's painful and it doesn't feel good and so if we're throwing ourselves into something when we're not ready it's like do you really want want to walk into anything unprepared um Mm -hmm. that way there's there's listening to your intuition right and your guidance and you know you could go into the unknown and, and be surprised by how wonderful something will be and that's always great but there is this important self uh love self-worth cultivation that really Mm. needs to be there this foundation so that you know what it's like when you're being treated well because you've done it with yourself you know you need to know when you're not being treated well um when you feel like whoa my power is not being seen is not being respected Mm -hmm. so if you can figure that out ahead of time within yourself look what you're bringing to the relationship. And you're also more of a teacher now with your partner (laughs) as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's why it's so important to, to focus on that, that self healing before just jumping in uh, to a relationship. But if you know what, some people learn just by diving into the deep end. So absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: no judgment
1: there, Um, but, but coming back to, to our, our like theme of like, okay, what does ascension mean? to relationships, well, if you're changing and growing in every aspect of yourself, if your heart, (laughs) you know, our Mm -hmm. heart portals, which is how we're even going through the ascension process, um, Mm -hmm. if you're not paying attention to that, um, it is going to reflect in a in another relationship. So I think it always is going to come back to the relationship with the self. It's so important.
0: It's so beautiful. Yes, I love that term heart portal because Mm -hmm. really we want we want to have our heart open to receive these sacred codes that are coming in yes and um there's so much coming in and i i say it's like 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year it's always coming in but do you have you know you do have the space to receive Mm -hmm. receiving is so important too and Um, you know, all of us, I don't think I know anyone that's never had heartache, heartbreak, heart chakra pain. Um, you know, it's sort of part of the journey and the initiation and, um, but, but then also how to come out of that or how to, how to heal from that. Um, you know, and also I think heartache and heart, heartbreak can really be a catalyst for beautiful, incredible change within ourselves too, where we're breaking open quite literally. And Mm -hmm. there's a raw aspect that it's like, Oh, I protected this for so long. And now it's just, it's all broken open and I'm feeling raw and and vulnerable, but vulnerability is really important too. And I think uh, in our culture, we're taught to be tough and to be the baddest and to be the whatever, whatever, you know, Yeah. but, but, isn't that also a block? It's sort of like a block to receive.
1: Absolutely. And if we're talking about the divine feminine energy, that's in all of us, male and female. Mm -hmm. One of those aspects is receptivity and Mm -hmm. seeing the power in that, as well as vulnerability, vulnerability is so powerful. All of these aspects that, have through through the patriarchal timelines mm-hmm. made people come off as weak. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's the power. And that's how you break open, that heart open, that sacred initiation. And um, mm-hmm. that to be able to be with such feelings that maybe are uncomfortable, like vulnerability, mm-hmm. oh, man, what, when you foster that and, and really um, integrate that, you're bringing in something so beautiful and innocent into a relationship um, the really the heart centered path um, that that that's how you get there you know through that softness that receptivity mm. that vulnerability that actually is the most powerful because you know it's uncomfortable and anything that that's is so scary mm-hmm. um, it's it's easier to be cold and turn off the emotions, Mm -hmm. but for some reason that's praised and that's what's shifting. That's what we're changing in Ascension. Um, Mm -hmm. That's why I think if we familiarize ourselves first in our hearts with these emotions, um, shadow Mm -hmm. aspects, working through Mm -hmm. any of these emotions that um, we one time judged as negative that's really going to help cultivate that garden for that sacred mm-hmm. relationship that, mm-hmm. that can come in many forms. So if you're single, that maybe be, might may be a, a romantic partner, right? Um, mm-hmm. It could be a friend who's here to guide you in your life, mm-hmm. a coworker, mm-hmm. um, a new pet, pets are soulmates. That's, you know, it could really be anything um, because animals are also going through an ascension process. Mm-hmm. They're getting codes. Um, Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll all be talking to our beloved pets on the new earth. And wouldn't that be? Oh, amazing? yeah. <laughs> I already took. And plants yeah. and a- Plans, animals yeah. and, and
0: everything is sentient. And yeah. so I think it's coming to the realization that, oh, my goodness, everything is sentient. Yeah. And that is so gorgeous. When I was a little girl, um, before I got all the Barbies, when I was <laughs> even a littler than that, um, you know, I used to play with plants mm. like I would have like. I would pick two flowers and they'd be my dolls for the day, you know, and I would talk to them and I would play. And I was really like that magical child that believed in fairies. And I did believe in fairies. And I still do because I've, I've had the presence of these, of like that energy or these beings, you know, because when you're a child and you have that innocence, you can see things that you can't see when you're more, you know, mm-hmm. I would say crude as you grow older, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, you know, we, we become a little more hard, a little bit more crude and our sentient soft nature that our childlike magic um, can, can sort of get pushed to the back. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, but that's what it was like when I was a little girl. Cause I lived in the Cordelia mountains of the Philippines and it was magic. I was talking to the plants and to the animals and I lived as one with my environment i would go outside and run naked and take showers when it was raining and there was a hot springs i would you know run and everything was just it it just flowed it was like the garden of eden and i'm so lucky to have that experience and i hold it dear in my heart because i know that what it means to have um to have this this beauty to be connected to the beloved the beloved is everywhere all the time and he she the beloved is always wanting to love us is always giving to us and it's not necessarily that it goes away it sometimes is that we shut down to receiving and i know i have many times in my life shut down to receiving in various times of my life and that's why i'm here in the beautiful mountains because it really opens my heart and i can receive so much more um, and so finding ways that we can receive. And I think, you know, like what you do, your energy healing and what I do, you know, we help a lot of people to open back to that sacred space where they feel safe enough to even open up, yeah. right? That's, uh,
1: that. I think that's what's so rewarding about the work is um, to witness the moment you see somebody open back up, right? um mm. and and see the the love that they are that's that's what mm-hmm. it's about um i never thought in my life that i'd be able to do this this type of work this this mm. magic and um i, I mm-hmm. love what you shared uh with your upbringing i've always felt a close connection to animals even with with my cat i mean we telepath he knows <laughs> what's going on through through his eyes um oh. and that's just to me just just so sweet and I am so, I don't know, I guess I just feel floored sometimes by the beauty of of the sentience and -hmm. the magic in the world around me. And so Mm -hmm. bringing that, like ascension is that reminder to our childhood selves, right? Of of that magic we believed in, like it's coming Mm -hmm. back. So that's Mm -hmm. why these times are so exciting. And so we should pay attention really to the relationships we're in or, or the ones that we're not in, you know, to learn as much as possible right now, because Mm -hmm. the world is going to change. It's, it's guaranteed. It's going to shift. Mm -hmm. And so, um, let's be present now and, Mm. and do what we can to, you know, um, live in our truth, have truthful, Mm -hmm. honest relationships, um, honor what we like and don't like. And, and, Uh Also, you know, enjoy this human experience we're in now before it changes to something, of course, amazing, but something we don't really know what, you know, it's even going to look like, right? So, is um, so true. Yeah, yeah, so I've kind of taken this new approach of just being in awe of everything, even mm. the, uh let's say, the shitty things that happen, <laughs> just because I'm like, well, you know, I feel like when I go into that mode of like, oh, I'm a visitor here on this planet. Um, <laughs> I can get this sort of like anthropo- anthropological view back. But at the same time, it's actually child childlike wonder where I'm like, wow, like this is an adventure. And so when yeah. you are in some relationship issues, it's kind of like, well, get in there, you know, You as an adventurer, as an explorer, like what can I do to navigate through this and, Mm -hmm. and come out the other end um, with, with my heart, you know, open and intact. And what can I learn? It's, Mm -hmm. it's a good idea right now to be very interactive in your life, in whatever you're in, Um, not be complacent in relationships, Mm -hmm. not numb yourself out. Just, just get in there and see what do I want? And if that means I have to leave, cut somebody Mm. off or make moves Mm. do it (laughs) see what's Mm -hmm. gonna happen you got to take some action that's that's the divine masculine taking the action Mm -hmm. um divine feminine the receptivity goes hand in hand
0: oh so beautiful i'm just like yes 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 (laughs) i just i love it and that's so true i I always thought, you know, my my life is an adventure, and it doesn't matter where I am. I could be in the Philippines. I could be in the Appalachian Mountains. I could be in LA. I could be anywhere, and no matter where I am, it's it's an adventure, and it, it was so cute what you said, you know, you think of yourself as a visitor, because I so think of myself as a visitor. <laughs> Like, yes I'm just an alien visiting here yes and um but actually when I look through my quote-unquote alien eyes I actually see things in such such a more wonderment than I do with my human eyes because because then things become really mundane you know Mm -hmm. this is how it's supposed to be but when I look and I'm like wow I'm I do think of that sometimes like I'm just here for this little period of time and like I am I'm gonna bring all this information with me when I go to my next place and um, and and actually it's really important because a lot of the memories um, are going to get deleted like a lot of the stuff like we'll get the lessons but but I think sometimes our like the trauma a lot of the trauma that we've been through a lot of the um, a lot of pain bodies that we've been carrying it's like going to start melting but of course we want to take masculine action on that too mm-hmm. but through the process, as we receive more codes, like all of those memories that bind us, they're they're binding us. Um, some of them are going to start melting away. And I was like, I need to write some of them down because like someday I won't remember any of mm-hmm. the things that happened as my human self, you know, oh, and yeah. as, a, as, as, a, as an alien. <laughs> <laughs> I need to document it so I can remember. Um, And just, it's all part of like what we you know, I think, I think our souls were travelers. We're all traveling, you know, through through different lifetimes and different dimensions. And we cultivate all of this information so we can grow and share. And then, and then ultimately we want to be sharing. We, we don't want to just be hoarding information. You know, I think yeah. love and generosity is sharing like, what did I, what I learned. And a lot of times, you know, I share like my the things i regret or i messed up on right or, or, or i had issues with because i don't frame it that way anymore you know i frame it as it was a lesson but i like to share a lot of the vulnerabilities of my life with others because i think it's important to humanize ourselves so that we are, we can keep reminding ourselves like you don't have to be perfect it's not about yeah. having all your shit together all the time none of us do all the time give me a break you know mm-hmm. um but we're we make quantum leaps and to share like, well, this is where I was before and this is where I am now. And then I'm probably going to go here, you know, it's cool. And I think yeah.
1: we're all learning from each other. Absolutely. And that vulnerability that you're able to share with everyone, that is such an egoless feat because so many people are afraid to be like, hey, I learned this lesson that way because maybe they're embarrassed or feel shame. But um, in the sort of like alien visitor perspective I have that actually helps me be the best human I can be mm-hmm. because um, I know that, you know, the reason also we want the human experience is because humans can really survive everything. Like what our mm-hmm. heartbreak, like the way we come back for our heartbreak, I, mm. I know how much I wanted to experience that. And um, mm. you shared mm. that beautiful um, anecdote oh. about your upbringing and as a child. And for me, I was always looking at the sky. I wanted to be an astronaut. I was obsessed <laughs> with space. I had a <laughs> space mural on my wall. Like oh. I could just, it was like, just so clear as a child that I was not <laughs> from here you know that like um, <laughs> that that's that 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 starseed hardwiring hard and so yeah. now <laughs> I get being here we don't we're not one or the other now like we're, mm-hmm. we're becoming divine humans and oh. that's what's so cool we're yeah ascension is us embodying all of our so our star seed Dope outer space, Mm. galactic, cosmic Mm. selves in form in a human Mm. body. And in order to do that, you know, we gotta evolve. And so that's what is happening with our relationships. They're evolving. Some are saying, get out for your highest good. And some are saying, you know what? Guide this person, guide yourself. If if you have love in your heart and this feels good, and you're waiting, say, for a partner um, to, to catch up. And I mean that. I mean that with love, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, if you're comfortable with somebody still in a different part of their story, but there's so much love there that also Mm -hmm. nourishes you. That's beautiful. Um, You know, you don't want to just end a relationship suddenly because you have this judgment that someone's, you know, not going fast enough. Hello, (laughs) we're all on our own our own pains, no. you know? Um if <laughs> that is not. really Yeah. <laughs> but I mean if that's like traumatizing you, right? And yeah slowing you down or bringing you down, then that's what your body's telling you. So um yeah. so it's it's about honoring it all, really. It um, really really is. Yeah. And
0: then you know, I just wanted to touch on something about the breakup stuff because mm-hmm. I mean there have been people that I've been so in love with that I really, really love them because I I just felt like, you know, they're my soul family. I re- I have soul recognition for them. Like I'm deeply in love with this person, but um, they don't want to step up to the plate. They don't want to be mm-hmm. honest, even with themselves. Right. And I'm like, how can we communicate if you can't just be honest, you can't be vulnerable. Like, like they were so afraid to be vulnerable that they always had to put this facade on and it became almost like narcissistic, right? Where they just mm-hmm. wouldn't have co- deep conversations and stuff. And you're like, I love your soul so damn much. But um, but out of self-respect and self-honor and because I, I love my own heart and I have to protect my heart, I can't do this anymore with you, you know? Yeah. And it's not, and I think, I think what, I, what I'm trying to say is that there's always love there like you can still love a person so deeply but choose to not be in a relationship with them because of their personal choices that they're making are so hurtful absolutely you know it's not that it's not that love dies or anything like that sometimes and for yourself and say okay i think i'm gonna be better off being single right now you know or um, and honoring. And I think there's a stigma I just want to talk about, about, about being single too. It's like, you got to check up, you know, and yeah. um, your self-worth depends on your, on your relationship. Right. So um, there's this like romantic fairy tale and I love the romantic fairy tales. Trust me. But I also think that it's important that, especially for women, like a lot of the people I work with are women that have difficulties in relationships and um, I just want to say like your self-worth has nothing to do with, with your romantic relationship. Just get that out of the way. Like you are whole and complete as you are right now. And I think, you know, we're, we're sort of re- reconfiguring our beliefs about, about all of it, you know? And so what would what you have to say about that where there's like certain stigmas or walking away from something that's not serving you?
1: Oh, I, I absolutely agree. that. That thing is so huge because I think even in like movies, television, we're really only shown true love through um, a, a coupling,
0: mm-hmm, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not because I mean, love is so huge that essence, that vibration can be accessed by anyone mm-hmm. in any situation. Love for your plants, even mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there, we need to like get rid of this like notion that you're only in love if you're in love with somebody else mm-hmm. or, or, somebody loves you. Whole, or somebody loves you, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it feels good <laughs> when somebody loves you, but yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, but like true <laughs> cosmic love, that's not dependent on anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, love doesn't exist because people are in relationships. Love just exists. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, it it's just like on earth it is enjoyable to mm-hmm. pass the time with somebody, right? Not even just pass yes. the to live and, and co-create. Yes. And so, um, and everyone can access that. I think it's this idea that we don't have time or, mm-hmm. or we're aging or anything like mm-hmm. that. We need to just erase that, that kind mm-hmm. of thinking.
0: That's so beautiful. It's yeah. so beautiful. I know because in all the movies, they're like, they're like, you know, 20 years old and they're in love. Yeah. And it's like, that's not, that's not, the truth is like, I think love can be so much more rich and like delicious because you've had more life experience and you're more mature and you're more grounded and you know who you are. And I think, you know, when, when we're young, like I had no idea. It was just like, whatever. I have no idea. I'm just figuring it out. And to come together with somebody else that has no idea, you know, it's, it's fun, but, but it's hard to ground into Mm -hmm. that, you know? And so, and so there's something actually beautiful about coming together, you you know, when you're, when you're a little bit older, Yeah, Um, it's very, very sexy and very beautiful and um, you can bring so much wisdom to each other. And I think as we get older, we we learn how to hold ourselves and learn how to hold another um, so much more and also have compassion. Like, when I was younger, I think I had this idea like it needs to be this way, you know, and, and I'm like, and none of this is cutting it for me. But but, you know, I think understanding like I'm imperfect and the person that I will be with will be imperfect, but also will be perfect for each other, mm-hmm. you know, and that it's not about perfection. I think we really need to wipe that right out because those fairy tales will brainwash you into thinking that it needs to be magical and perfect. And we learn from each other, like partners, we mirror each other and we pull out our deepest wounds and our deepest fears and our deepest darkness. (laughs) When we look into the mirror of each other, that it's actually, we're helping each other purge it out. Right.
1: Absolutely. And it's about finding someone you can grow with. It's not about, okay, here's the fairy tale. Because let's face it, most of those are tales, right? They're not mm-hmm. real. Like you can't just romanticize everything and take the reality out of it. And I'm not saying that you can't find that at, at any, you know, at any age. But um, like if you're not growing, then that means you're not alive. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like or immediately like erase any any notion that it has to be this perfection. And, and one mm-hmm. thing that I want to bring up too is um, in our spiritual community, some people come to me and it's just, just talking about soulmates and twin flames all the time. And mm-hmm. if, if that's where only your focus is and you're looking at every person you meet as well, are they my twin flame? Is that mm-hmm. my twin flame? And then mm-hmm. you're projecting stuff on a person who's, who's not ready to grow yet. So kind of like when you're mm-hmm. out in the world trying to meet people don't put that expectation out there. Oh, just put the yes. heart connection out there. That's all oh, you need. <laughs>
0: that's no. That's so awesome because I was just thinking about that projections. Um, I've had so many people project onto me, and maybe I maybe I've projected on other people. But the feeling of projection when someone projects projects on you about like, oh, you're my one. You know, um, it kind of, it kind of, it it kind of like. Makes you recoil a little bit, yeah. Because it's, it's too much. It's too much. No one can handle that. I don't like projections. Um, opp, other people's projections. Yeah, yeah And you know, um, I think that's an energy that I, I've really had to play with my whole life because, like, when I did have the the breast implants, and I was this va va boom you know, figure I was getting so many projections from men where they would idolize me as their dream doll. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I'm not a doll. I'm actually a human, <laughs> I'm actually a <laughs> physical being. And then, um, when I had them removed, I felt so much freedom. Like, Oh yes. I'm, my, I'm myself now. And I don't get those creepy projections anymore, but, but, but you know, but I think we need to be mindful and I, I know I've done it to other people too. Where I project onto them and Um, and it never really turns out because if you, if you're projecting so hard on someone, um, you can't let it grow organically and, and this need to possess each other, right? Like where, Mm. where, I don't know what, what it is about this culture, but like the possession of each other, like I need to possess you. Or if I have a, if I have a crush on you, I need to possess you or else I hate you. And, um, you know, back when I was dating, um just a little bit you know i i found that like it was like this all or nothing with people and like i'm like oh i'm not i'm not really ready or or whatever it was and then they would get very angry and like totally try to like punish me because i was like i'm not i'm not really ready or not i'm not into this or something like that you know and i'm like you why can't you just be with somebody like even if it doesn't work out in a romantic way you can still be friends you can still love and honor someone and really appreciate them for who they are you don't have to quote unquote possess them you know what I mean
1: absolutely there there has to be flow for something to work um (laughs) and and I mean the possession thing hello like power dynamics and and that past life stuff how many of us Mm, have been possessed and owned and had our power really taken away in past lives and so mm-hmm. when you're talking about a relationship <laughs> yeah i'm just like yeah way to go trigger all that <laughs> that <laughs> time when my divine feminine felt suppressed you know relationships got to got to honor freedom it's got to honor freedom and and growth and and unconditional love when that's there it honors everything so it's mm. important to always remember that
0: hmm that's so beautiful yeah honoring and 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 it's true you know we've talked before about past life triggers and I think it's so relevant in this conversation because um you know ascension ascension and relationships we are going to meet people that are going to trigger us so deeply and sometimes like there's a saying that a great guru has like your, your enemy is your best friend sometimes. <laughs> Cause that's what sometimes yeah. it can feel like when someone comes into your life and she's just triggering you um, where there, you know, people were assisting each other in in releasing like really deep stuff, really cellular memories and deep wounds. And that does mean that sometimes, you know, you're going to, you're going to trigger your partner or, or someone you're dating or your date, your partner that you're dating is going to trigger you and really bring up these horrible wounds that you're like why are you
1: making me feel this way <laughs> yeah for sure um the most common so we have hundreds of lives I mean we're ancient mm-hmm. and so in my sessions when I look at past lives for people a lot of the times when I'm doing like a person-to-person karma karma between relationships um a dynamic has played out where Um, And this is usually in like Victorian times or definitely an era where women were more just like figures. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. They're just stand-ins. And it's the woman has no voice and she's the possession. Mm -hmm. And that plays out in different time periods. And so when there's difficulties in relationships, people come to me, I see that. And I'm like, whoa, like if you want this one to work, if you want to heal it Mm -hmm. in this Mm -hmm. lifetime. Mm -hmm. Um, Because sometimes it'll be the same partner or just someone else, it's, you need to be seen and heard in your relationship. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's the magnitude, like we need to remember that, like if our partners are overreacting, it Mm -hmm. feels like, or if something is intensely coming, be like, whoa, I need to honor this because this could be some past life stuff. And um, Mm -hmm. you got to make, let people have that time to process the, the emotion behind that. So Mm -hmm. important.
0: That's so important. And I,
1: I wanted to ask you what your thoughts or opinions are
0: about like, you know, narcissists and relationships. Like a lot of I don't know why, but a lot of sensitive women um do attract narcissists. And I was just wondering what your takeaway is on that.
1: Well, <laughs> I've had many, plenty interactions with narcissists. I think that's how I even became a healer. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One thing after the other. And I now look at them as just a nice bag full of lessons because we have them and narcissists are the perfect way to take back your power. So as many painful relationships we can have with them, that contrast, that mm-hmm. polarity, it's there to show you your divinity. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, we don't forget the narcissist relationships we're in. That kind of stuff stays with us for a mm-hmm. while. Um, But then we just see, whoa, like, if I wasn't in that relationship, would I have accelerated as fast Mm. my personal evolution? So um, that narcissist is still making their way um, from egoism Mm -hmm. into into heart-centered consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, They're a good marker for Mm -hmm. for your own path. But, um, you know, that's – I. With, with the narcissism, like I think Ascension, uh, maybe why people are breaking up is because they're really being shown, whoa, like I can't be with this person. They're a narcissist or mm-hmm. where in myself do I hold these qualities mm-hmm. and what do I need to do to shift this? Mm-hmm. Um, because so many beautiful sensitive souls empaths, are with narcissists and that's like such the, the lethal combination of mm. empath with narcissists because, you know, they don't really feel what they're doing. Um, and what they're doing at others. So, um, definitely something to be aware about, but the good thing is there's a lot of material out there on, on like relationships, narcissists, also people who, um, not just like romantic relationships, but people with narcissistic parents, like maybe they haven't had a romantic narcissistic relationship, Mm -hmm. but they've experienced that that vibration and that mm-hmm. hurt before mm-hmm. from from another one in their lifetime and so uh you know my advice is to continue to like honor um your heart your sensitivity and when you see that i mean that's anytime you're in an abusive relationship i say get out <laughs> i say you mm-hmm. know don't don't just say wait wait let me work through this with love mm-hmm. like um love can always be there and the way it is there is by removing yourself from um -hmm. from abuse so um you know if if you are in a narcissistic relationship um you are you know this and you have these like flare-ups with conflict i think that's Mm -hmm. time for you to go liberate Mm -hmm. yourself (laughs) time to get (laughs) sovereign Yeah, it's time to get sovereign, you know? Um I think that's the theme of of life right now. It's time to get sovereign. And so um Ascension is here to accelerate that because mm-hmm. we're gonna live on a new earth as sovereign mm-hmm. beings, right? So right. <laughs> so um if you need to experience that in the form of a relationship, hey, now's a brilliant time to do that because we're living <laughs> in a right in a beautiful time, right? Where you've got plenty of access to healers and material out yes. there on the internet. Like um, just, I think everyone who takes a first step into healing is going to find how amazingly the universe will support you and provide. Oh, so that's yes. just always a good reminder. That, that was such a beautiful,
0: um, you did about, that. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, I, I find that so many of the women that come to me have dealt with that. And I have dealt with that. And I'm like, wow. These beautiful, incredible women who are and i 'm not saying that women can 't be narcissists, but I happen to get women clients who have mm-hmm. that dynamic um, and and it's it's fascinating i'm like wow it's just it fascinates me um because yes, like you said there there is an acceleration in pulling back uh power you know pulling back mm-hmm. personal power, and I think it's really also about creating sacred boundaries like Like I said earlier, like you can love someone and just be like, I absolutely love you with all my heart and soul. But I also, I also have great honor for my being and therefore I can't have you be doing this on my watch. So, you know, um, go play elsewhere, but you're not going to find a playground here. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: (laughs) It's it's hard. Those are really hard lessons. They are so excruciating and I think so many times people come out of those kinds of relationships and think like wow like what's wrong with me like how could I like you know I'm I'm a lawyer or I'm a I'm a doctor or whatever and I I can't believe I could I could go in a relationship like that you know and it has nothing to do with like your self-worth really in a way it has to do maybe with something you needed to learn Mm -hmm. and um and just moving past it you know but but um yeah, it's, it's it's very interesting.
1: Yeah, and I can honestly say one of the monumental moments in my life where I had to use my voice and set boundaries mm-hmm. and really reclaim my power, that happened because a narcissist crossed too many lines. And I was mm-hmm. changed forever for the better after mm-hmm. that. Um, wow. After that, <laughs> I entered my, like, no more bullshit uh, timeline <laughs> of <laughs> life. <laughs> um, so... It's, it's really, when we take that higher perspective, we just Mm -hmm. see, oh my God, like compassion for the narcissist in our lives. Like, oh wow. Like this person is really wounded and, and that actually is really sad. And so I can actually have compassion for that person now and, you know, just like hope that they take the steps (laughs) needed Mm -hmm. to, um, to come away from, to heal that pain really is what it is. Um, so we, we come across with narcissists every day and it's on the highest level about compassion, non-judgment and, mm-hmm. um, and, and understanding. And then seeing what we take with that. There's so many lessons there, boundaries, mm. self-love, self-worth. Like I mm-hmm. think that having any type of relationship with a narcissist, so romantic parent, even like mm-hmm. uh, authority figures, right. Or teachers mm-hmm. like who let's lessons galore and and for me, I'm like, yes, lessons. It's like money. I'm like, okay, yeah. let's get these <laughs> lessons. Let's get this going. I'm I'm here I'm here to ascend.
0: <laughs> I just love that about yeah. you. I know. <laughs> and I think that's where the adventure comes in, yeah. right? Because it's easy to get stuck on a certain thing and be like, What and just really dwell on the on the loss or the yeah. pain or or like, gosh, did that hurt me so bad? You know, am I ever I can never trust anyone again and um, I think when, when you go through with the alien eyes, yeah, <laughs> you're exactly. like, oh, that was an interesting human experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, like, cool. Like, I don't need to experience that again on any planet, but yeah, um, cool. on like, any
0: planet, any timeline, like,
1: right. I feel like the, the sort of like the traumatic things I've experienced in this lifetime, like I did it right. Like fully <laughs> cool. I'm fully traumatized. I'll let me go heal this. Um, yeah. Got, you know, because uh the pol- like there's so much polarity that we're coming out of and we did come to earth for the contrast so mm-hmm. it makes sense that as we ascend to a new earth where it's just unconditional love let's get those last bits <laughs> of contrast Ooh. that we have now yes um, also so that my crazy soul doesn't go try and reincarnate on another <laughs> dimensional plane and do it all over again because i probably would yeah. for the adventure so I know, um... <laughs> I know. And we have. Yeah. We've done that so mm-hmm. many
0: times, like, you know, through yeah. progressions that we've done. We've yeah. seen that, like, certain cycles over and over. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so it's like, okay, honey, you're complete with that, you know? Yeah.
1: You're complete. Now we're ready
0: to chill. Uh, you
1: know? Yeah, I would like to chill. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm grateful. I think, I think this lifetime has been such an adventure. Um, and I just... I mean, looking looking through the eyes of an alien, I can see how how exciting and how beautiful and how much contrast there's been, and and then I can also say, and now I am ready to retire. Yeah, <laughs> retire from the drama. Like I, and and I think relationships can be you know, I think we, like, I know I've been addicted to like relationships where there's heavy stimulation, but that could be negative stimulation, mm-hmm. right? Like fighting and um, and then of course the great, you know, sex afterwards. But um, <laughs> I think, I think that like we're coming, you know, coming out of that where, or at least from my perspective, where like I crave something totally different. Like I don't want, I don't need that heavy contrast or that Um, ping pong of energy like I want to flow with my divine you know yeah and feel like this synchronicity and it's like a totally different elevated feeling I think um but but I think those experiences are really positive and really good and um like you said it's all it's all part of the process so what advice would you give people who who are maybe coming out of like really dark places with their relationships or with narcissists you know
1: Yeah, well, like, first of all, let's just say this conscious relationships can be hot, we don't need Mm, (laughs) all 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 the craziness. And Mm -hmm. you know, um, but you know, like, joking aside, um, well, I wasn't joking, I meant that but um, coming out (laughs) of a, a, a traumatic relationship with with a narcissist, the first thing you need to do is feed yourself internally, like you need to get in touch with that self-worth because a narcissist takes that away. They feed mm-hmm. off of that. They um, inflict wounds because they have wounds, right? There's mm-hmm. that, the saying of hurt people hurt people, mm-hmm. right? So it's like go into this self-care spa <laughs> where Ooh. you are just loving yourself, um, getting in touch with that worth, that power, and that respect don't jump into another relationship where somebody is got, where you want to get those things from somebody else to heal the past mm-hmm. one. So time, oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. yeah, you got it. You got to give it, give it that time. And um, you know, with coming out of a relationship with narcissist too, it's some, you need to um, honor what happened and not just say, Oh, well, you know, the higher perspective, I got my lessons. That's it. If you are in pain, Um, Mm -hmm. if you are traumatized by it you need to honor that you need to cry mourn like Mm -hmm. feel the depths of that sadness to get ready to transmute it so Mm -hmm. i i would say like you you begin that sort of like self-love therapy that's Mm -hmm. that's the first thing to get into
0: Mm -hmm. oh so gorgeous The, the elixir for the soul
1: yeah Self-love is the
0: elixir for the soul, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we're going to talk about next time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that is such gorgeous advice. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're all growing. We're all learning. We're all coming to new parts of ourselves. We're all desiring new things. And I think it's important to, to take time to sit back and evaluate, like, okay, let me look at all the relationships I've been in. And now where am I with it? You know, what what am I needing on a soul level or even with myself? Um, and yeah, not just trying to f- jump into another relationship so you can feed off of it and try to, you know, heal a wound. I don't. I think that's a really dangerous thing to mm-hmm. do is to jump into a relationship because you're hurting from another relationship. That's about toxic as it gets, you know. You definitely want to take time, like you said, and-, and go through even like the cathartic death process. Because yeah. once the relationship is over, there's a-, there's a feeling of mourning and a great deal of loss. And you don't want to spiritually bypass that you really want to go through the actual process and you know um i think there's so much you can get out of out of these experiences but um we're all on our path and we're all growing together we're all learning together and i think that's gorgeous and i thank you so much susan for coming on i just love talking to you and we could go on and on
1: (laughs) (laughs) we can uh, thank you for having me. It's always an honor and a pleasure to to connect with you and and to just have worked with clients for years. And um, there's just so much beautiful healing that we get to bear witness to. So I just love sharing mm-hmm. that, sharing the stories with you and and what we've learned um, through the, through the sacred work.
0: So beautiful. And you guys, I'm I'm putting I'm putting Susan's link below so you can access her website. Um, she's a quantum sphere healer and she's just an all-round badass. And so thank, <laughs> you. <laughs> thank
1: you. Thank you, my love you. for
0: coming on. And um I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, thank you. Thank okay. You. Bye. Bye.